Hey, what's going on, guys? Welcome back to the Jimmy Scott Fitness Podcast Radio Show. Coming to you on this Tuesday. It's a Tuesday. Uh, June the 30th. I'm sorry, my days are all ass backwards right now in this crazy kind of mixed up uh, season of life that we are navigating through just like all of you out there listening. Uh, and before we dig into the podcast today, again, this episode is brought to you by my homies over at Athletic Greens. Again, you guys already know the drill. It's the one thing I take every single day and I never miss. It's kind of like your ultimate daily all-in-one supplement. And we're talking 75 vitamins, minerals, and whole food ingredients. So it is the real deal. Uh, to me, it's by far the best tasting greens out there. Uh, again, if you guys are talking like supports energy, immune system, gut health, digestion, liver function, hormone function, uh, a million things. There's a million reasons why you should take it. Basically, if you guys don't eat enough fruits and vegetables, which let's be honest, none of us do, it helps you cover the gaps in your eating. And if nothing else, it's a nice safeguard to keep your immune system running on high to hopefully help you fight off any nonsense that comes your way. If you guys are interested, hit me up. I'll send you a link for the 20 free travel packs with your first order. Or if you guys are really on the fence, again, I've been saying this for like the last week. I still have probably a handful left. Shoot me a message as fast as possible. I actually have Monica mail you a pack in the mail. You can try it yourself and then take the plunge if you choose to. And who else is doing that? Nobody, because we're crazy, uh, but we give a shit about you guys, and we want you to be as healthy as possible, and I do feel this can help, so I'm all for it. So, with that said, we're going to do a little uh, just Q&A today, a little uh, you know, fireside chat, if you will, and I have my wife, Heather Scott, back on the podcast. So, Heather, welcome to the show. Hey, guys. How you doing? I'm back. I'm good. I'm just confused. Just hanging out? <laughs> Uh, yeah, so if you guys are uh, up on the news and stuff, and like I said, uh, I think even like for the last episode, I ha- hadn't watched the news in uh, probably like three days or four days. I mean like anything, like not even uh, not even anybody's post on Facebook or Instagram, like nobody's stuff. Like I would have to directly like type in someone's name uh, t- to see something. And uh, so I hadn't seen anything, and then actually I was here yesterday uh with one of our dudes we're just working out and uh i actually see heather's text come across and i can see it's like a photo and then it just says the word fuck and i'm like well this can't be good and uh even before i can like check it ben uh a buddy of mine who i work with for a long time and still doing some projects he owns a facility here too uh in phoenix actually and he had texted me and all i can see is his text is fuck and i'm like well this doesn't seem to be like a very positive note and uh Long story short, basically, uh, they ordered yesterday in the state of Arizona bars, gyms, water parks, and tu- tubing. Tubing, mm-hmm. uh, which if you guys are familiar, like people do tube down the Salt River here, like in kind of groups. They ordered those things to close for thirty days, and uh, yeah, that's where we're at today. <laughs> Fun I, times. I um. <laughs> I'm not going to get political here. I'm not going to. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to take a stance. Uh, I'll share my personal stuff for Heather and I when we're not uh, on the air. But I'll say this: you know, I I have empathy for the, the people that make decisions. I, I don't know. I wouldn't want to do anybody's job. I wouldn't want to be a president or a governor or, or a political thing. I don't know if there's a, a right and a wrong way. I will say this though: the the, the frustrating thing of all this and again i don't have the answers i don't know enough i don't get to go to the meetings and and sit with all these you know genius experts but 
to, to lump everything in together, I don't think is is a fair decision for a lot of things. Like, obviously, what I do here is not the same as a bar with right. 400 people. Or even a big box gym. Like, our business model is completely different than running a, a big box gym like a a lifetime fitness, for example. Or like a, like a mountainside or mm-hmm. if you guys are at Equinox or something or Golds or L.A. And again... I'm not saying they don't have the right to do or not do something, but it's crazy to me. And I'll move on from this in the pockets. I just have to get this out. Like, I can't come in here and do what I do, which is, you know, and I I think if you guys have seen any of the stuff we've done, you can ask anybody who's been here. I've done everything that's been asked of me and above and beyond. And Uh, it's a controlled environment. Like someone randomly can't just come in here and go work out and touch all the equipment. That's not how we run our business. And we've never been like that no. and that's what's really frustrating because everything has been controlled and um it's just you can't just lump us all together i i don't think that's fair um well and then you let casinos be open i guess that's casinos the, right so you can, and you can, i'm in hospitality or was i don't know if i still <laughs> am <laughs> but like restaurants it's i'm happy that they can stay open but at the same time i'm frustrated and my opinion is if we can't be open then the whole state should close and i know some people will disagree with that but if it's that severe and that deadly (laughs) then we all need to shut down apparently well and that would be my one and again like i want hear me out here i want and i want the hotels i'm sorry but i want the hotels i'm some of our big resorts that i'm very passionate about and i love them are opening tomorrow and i'm so happy for them but at the same time it's just very frustrating it's like okay well why so everybody can congregate at certain places but not others yeah like i can't be in here in a 3,000 square foot space spaced out with uh, 12 people who all have their own 10 foot block, you know, pop the doors open, we work out, we are all in agreement, like we're okay. But yeah, you can go to the casino and play the slots or the tables. Go and shopping. Like, again, I'm not, this is not a pity party for me. Like, I'm going to be fine. Like, I'll figure it out. I do feel sad for our people because it's, and I understand, like, I don't have an answer for it all, but like Heather said, like if it's that crazy, just to single out, you know, me here with a couple of people that I work with each week, but yet you let all this other stuff open and run rampant, it doesn't make a lot of logical sense, at least in my, you know, exactly. primitive brain. I'm not a genius, but if so, if I'm here today with seven people, that's the problem, but yet the casino can have 400 fucking people in there, and like that's cool. Like that's where it's kind of crazy to me. Like I think we've can all agree like we kind of shit the bed in a lot of this stuff and again i want to do what's best for everybody and what's right and i don't want other places to have to close because i understand the economics uh, of it for people and we know what that feels like yeah like i got kicked in the dick like, but thank times. goodness like our business model has like the online business component which allows us to still operate um through technology and that's but- is sustainable for us to close our doors and still have the online community and the coaching business, which we're really grateful for. But I feel horrible for people that solely rely on in-person memberships and um, operations have to be running in order for them to survive. And that's what's so frustrating to me because we know firsthand what it 
takes to operate even a small business and it's uh it's tough to see man and again like i feel bad for a lot of the again it kills again i don't have the answer but it does it crushes consumer confidence it just doesn't make sense to, do to me things. and one it, who would i mean who wants to start a business after this mm-hmm. like when it's this constant like just kind of start stop on off things and you know i know some places had never even opened and uh, i i know those people are more than frustrated because again this is something obviously people have never seen but i just think uh I don't know the end game. I guess that's the the biggest thing. And I do, and I say this because I do feel bad for our people for the fact of a lot of them. And again, what we do here is probably a little bit different. Like I got a guy um, who work with here. He works at Exos, which they do a lot of the NFL combine training. Those are serious athletes. They're there to seriously work, and there's no bullshit. And that's just what they do. We probably have half our people here are like are legit, like want to train and are just here to train and just here for fitness. The other half of the people are here for like emotional support. Right. They're here to socialize. This is where their friends are. This is an outlet for them. This is something not just for their physical health, but their emotional and their mental health. And for a lot of people, that's that's the biggest, I guess, when I think about concerns other than like, you know, economics of this, but it's the people who are going to feel even more isolated and more scared and more like alone. And just depressed. Than ever before. And Again, we just had to get that out because obviously we, we live in this space and, and the people who are obviously in fitness um, and are in a, in a similar boat who haven't opened or maybe they open and they tell them they have to close again. Um, I just don't have, a, I don't have an answer. Like for a lot of times, like I can just say like, you know, the, the positive things and uh, be like, well, if you just work harder, I'm like, this is something where they're, they're not letting you even do what you're supposed to do. And it's these ever-changing goalposts you're trying mm-hmm. to, to meet and the last thing I'll say is this there is a guy here Mountainside is like a little fitness chain he decided that he's not going to close even though that's the new uh, executive order and government mandate and so he was open last night after it said it was going to close at 8 p.m. and he was open this morning and there's some other people doing the same thing um, I'll, I guess I'll watch how that plays out I don't know like if they can find him or shut his business down I don't know any of the rules to any of this because it, it seems like Everybody just kind of makes shit up as we go. And you guys, like, you texted me that last night. Ben texted me. Monica shot to me. And I'm seeing all the stuff come in. And uh, that was at, like, 4 o'clock yesterday. And and the thing was, all gyms have to be closed by 8 p.m. tonight. Mm-hmm. I'm like, you're, you're giving some of these places four hours or less to close their doors. And, and some wh- of them have multiple locations. Like, Mountainside has multiple locations. Like this is the CEO that's standing up and speaking out. And it's like he has, I think he, I think he said a hundred thousand members or so. And then think of all his employees that he has to notify. Like, how does that work? And you give them literally just a few handful of hours to make those decisions. Like, that's not fair. Like, do you Dan, do you mm-hmm. lay those people off? Are mm-hmm. they furloughed? Do you pay them? How do you not pay them? I just again. I and would- we have like we had a message. You know, we have like over 100 people in person and then online it's like that's different because that's like thousands but we have to reach out to these guys again some of them like they won't want to go online again they they want Mm -hmm. to be here with us some of them they're sick of it (laughs) and they're like you know i want to do this and it's it's a tough spot to navigate and you know if he wants to take a stand I'm, i'm i'm happy to watch how it plays out i just i i don't have 
I don't have the money he does, so I, can, I can't fight eight million lawsuits and uh, you know do all the other things. And that's not my that's not what I'm doing. I, I just I'll try to to follow the rules as best I can, and I, I have up to this point. But it's it's making it increasingly more impossible to help people the way you know that we want to. So we can deliver it online you know, as best we can, and and just hope you know people are cool with it and just keep things moving forward. And again, like for me, I'm fortunate. I am this person. We have created something that's a little bit different, but most places haven't. And to ask them, you know, a lot of these places, hey, close down for five, six months and just pray you saved enough money. It's not a, it's not, a, it's, it's not, not real, realistic. It's not real hopeful for people. And I feel terrible for them. And I guess you're starting to see now people being like, kind of say, fuck Pushing it. back. Yeah. And, and not do it. So again, I want to do what's what's best for everybody I want everybody we to want to be responsible and that's what we're doing so so it's um that's where we're at here so we're not open again for another 30 <laughs> days and you know I, i'll say this like you don't even know what it'll, it'll look like when your business comes back like what are the rules when it opens and, and what are people comfortable doing and what people will even come back and it's like you can't just create a culture and a community of hundreds of people and start stop it 14 times and then think you just turn on and off like a light switch it doesn't work that way like this business might not look the same when it when it opens back up, and if, if a lot of these places ever open back up, but even if they do, do they make it another six months? That's I guess we'll find thing. out. So, again, that's probably not what you guys wanted to hear um, on today's podcast. But I know a lot of you are are seeing the same things in your local areas with, you know, whether it be a, you know a bar or a restaurant or you know a, a hair salon or a nail place, and all these people who have. You know, most of them put their life savings and their life into something that's, you know, stopped or started or, or hasn't again. And it just seems some of the, the rules are, a lot of it just doesn't make logical sense. And again, I don't have an answer for everything. But uh, for, for us, like, I will, I, we will be here. Like, we will still survive. Mm-hmm. Like, I, we own the space. It's, it's part of what we do. And I live on the internet for a huge part of, of my life. But I do love the people here. And again, I... We're not ready to give up our in-person community, and no, I miss seeing. So. It. And it's it's not. It makes life less fun. Um, this season of life, anyway. And again, I understand the people who have lost loved ones and the people who are sick in hospitals, and that absolutely one hundred percent. If what I'm doing is helping that, that's awesome. But yet, if you can go to the casino, is what I'm doing even making a fucking dent in it? That's my concern. Is that I'm just eating shit when the rest of the world isn't doing the greater good. And that's kind of the confusing part is like, what do you believe? And that's why I guess like, that's why I don't watch the news. Cause I'm like, I don't know what, what's good information, what's bad information. Mm-hmm. But uh, anyways. Yeah. We're just rolling with it. Taking yeah. it one day at a time. So yeah, a lot of fun at our house. Uh, it's been very uplifting, <laughs> very <laughs> positive. I mean, honestly, like though, like it wasn't, I, I couldn't even be, I wasn't even like mad yesterday. I just couldn't even like. I, I was angry. I'm still angry, but it's also coming from hitting me both sides yeah. all the time. Well, because who knows what the hotel and travel industry will look like later this year. It's tough. Trying to be positive, yeah. but again, it's not looking great. <laughs> I, I hope. I hope. Like a lot of positive does come from this. I, I hope so I, too. I have to be optimistic because if not, it's just too fucking depressing. Like I can't, I, I can't go the other direction. So I have to believe something good will come from it. But man, it's uh, 
or, or if, if, the, if the numbers are shared, like, hey, you know, the, the death rate is lower and people are getting better quicker or whatever it is, like, I have to try to look for the silver linings in things or, hey, hey it has gone down here or I don't know. Um, I just know this this trend can't keep rolling uh, for people because it's just, uh, it isn't fun, man. It's just a hot mess. <laughs> it's just a dump, one big dumpster fire for sure. But uh, for you, though. Gonna go see your sister this weekend. Yeah, I'm just uh, taking a big risk, and I booked a last-minute flight because I need, for my own mental health and sanity, I need to go see some family. So I'm meeting up with my sister and my brother-in-law, and finally get to see my niece, my newest niece, who I haven't seen in a year, and. Um, they're going to be in Oregon at our family vacation house. So I'm like, you know what? I'm going to come meet you and get away, be in nature, and have some good quality time. So I'm a little nervous about the flight, but um, it's worth it for me at this point. I I really need family, and I think that's really the frustrating part about all of this is that it's keeping some of us away from spending time together and it's just very confusing on how to go about it so well and again I think for for all of us like mentally like you're you don't get in a good place when you don't have a connection and like for you like you haven't seen Brooke in like a year probably yeah, it's been August, since August last so it's, year. So it's a year. You know, it's a mm-hmm. long time, like, not to see family stuff. And, like, mine will be even beyond that. And it's, like, you know, I, I'm more like a, you know, robot mutant. But even for me, like, I feel it. Like, I handle it better. But for you, it, like, it affects you. Yeah. Like, certain days you'll just come home and you're, like... I get homesick. <laughs> yes. You're emotional, I'll put it that yeah. way. Yeah. And uh, it's because you just, you miss, you know, seeing the people that you... And I'm just used to always, that was my number one objective. If I'm going to move away from my family, then I need to always be able to get on a flight whenever I need to and go see my family. And so to have that kind of like stripped away this since, I guess, March, um, I'm just at the point now where it's worth it to me to go and fly and see them. And you guys are all young, healthy people, and mm-hmm. you feel comfortable with it. And our doctor friends have done the same. So it's like, you know, we don't, uh, you know, throw caution to the wind here and do reckless shit. Like, like I said this other, like, I've done nothing. Like, I've done nothing. Yeah, you fun. need to go do something. And I'm like, fuck, dude, this is just like, but I'm trying to help our people and set I things know. up for them to make it easier. So it's like, you have this responsibility you feel uh, for that. But, uh, man, it's just... Uh, you got to figure something out, though, to see yeah. your friends and family. <laughs> we'll do it. Um, and having my friend come visit from Seattle from college was so helpful, too. Um, so I'm grateful for her. Leanna, shout out if you're listening, yes. <laughs> for she, coming to visit. She, es- she got to escape Chaz for a couple, for a couple of And I'm hoping that my next friend, Lolly, coming from Seattle next week, actually... Um, I need to check in with her, but she's planning on coming out here too. So, looking forward to that friend time. <laughs> no, and it's healthy, man. And it's uh, well, it's like, and again, I've joked about this. Like Heather would ask me, like, "Oh, what about this and this?" I'm like, "I'm like, man, I'm just taking it day by day." Yeah. Like I literally, like, and, and that's the that is the crazy thing about all of this shit. And I know it's for everybody. And 
I'm not, I don't share these stories for you guys to feel bad about us or me. Like we will make it through. Um, I always look at it like I'll, I look at everything on the bright side. I really always have. And so I try not to be a whiny asshole about stuff. And I thought about that yesterday, though, like as you went for you walked like 50 miles yesterday. Um, it's like you, you walked before you walked here. We went on a walk and then you went on later and I'm eating and you come back. And I just thought to myself, I go, if you would have told me this morning that they were going to close my business down again for a second time, I would have said you were crazy. Mm-hmm. And yet that's the shit that keeps happening. That's why I say it is impossible for me to forecast or navigate or do anything. It's impossible for me to spend money. It's just very unpredictable. It, it is an impossible thing, which if you, and again, don't feel bad for me. If you ever run a small business or any business, it is an impossibility of what is being asked of us to do. And that's probably the toughest part of, uh, of all this is trying to like, just how it's ever shifting and flowing. So I, when I say to you guys, like I'm literally taking it day to day, I'm literally taking it day by day. Everything's changing so f- rapidly. And I don't know what it will bring. And hopefully like by me doing the responsible thing, that's what's going to help everybody. It's just uh, the logical disheartening thing is like feeling like, well, I'm just like, you know, throwing a pebble into the ocean and it feels like my effort is for not because some people just you know choose to not give a shit or, or we're just not we all just can't get on the same page i know it's kind of the, the crazy thing and it's uh that, i do hate that too the divide that it, everything creates in people absolutely of like you should do this or don't do this and everybody you so know much conflicting information and and i love everybody's opinion and i get a lot of them and it's like but you're, you're not in my seat so it's like it's easy for people to say, well, Jeremy, you should do it this way. I'm like, well, yeah, but like you don't have to take the responsibility. On and take into consideration hundreds of people's opinions and feedback and, you know, it's life, what they're dealing with and who they're exposed to. And so to all my people, um, we'll throw you guys in our five week face melter online program. And uh, I'll try to do some things. Maybe if we can do some stuff, uh, Outdoors, you know, socially distanced for sure. Like run some sprints or do something funky. Who knows? I'll uh, I'll try to navigate it uh, again day by day uh, as I go through it. But side note for the rest of you guys, if you are interested and you want to join our five-week online face melter program, all you need is a set of dumbbells. You can do it from your house, your garage, socially distanced with your homies, wherever you choose to do it. And uh, we deliver everything to you uh, via email, online. We coach you in a private Facebook group. If you guys are interested, I can hook you up with a small podcast discount to make life a little bit easier and you can just literally melt your face off and kick ass with us for the next five weeks because you'll get my undivided attention because that's what I got to do I'm uh I'm kind of my hands are kind of tied so uh all our people will be in there and so it'll be a, a fun interactive group and I'll over deliver the best I can since I, I'm sure most of you are probably in a, in a similar boat uh, kind of outside of your normal routine and I'll make a you know I do I think well with the digital connection. I think a lot of you who are listening probably feel like you know me and you know us, even though a lot of you, 99% of you have never met us and never seen us and never been here in person. And uh, but, and I'll do as much of that as we can inside those groups, but you, you're still going to miss the 3% of being in person with somebody. There's the connection part of it that we can't replace, but we do the best we can. So that's where we're at. So Heather mm-hmm. will be in Bend, Oregon, enjoying the, the warm weather, and I'll be here living the bachelor life with uh me and jc just having a little father uh 
daughter time. You could have some friends over. Oh, we might. Yeah, I don't, I don't think if, if there's UFC fights, I might have like yeah, have a guys' night, kid rock hang out and, out the pool. Yeah, do something for yourself. They live reckless, so we can, we can have fun. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they don't see anybody. I don't think either. Though. No, they've been all isolated. Like, I feel I like seen like Nick hasn't seen anybody or Dylan or Dave, and mm-hmm. we just text. other than like probably work. That's it. But even mm-hmm. just it's like it's mm-hmm. so. It's just so isolating. I guess that's mm-hmm. the thing. I'm just like, and even for me, I'm just like, that's the part that sucks, dude. And uh, you know, to not be, to not do our normal Fourth of July routine is sad. But very sad. I'm sad for all you guys that have had that tradition for what twenty twenty five playing in the basketball tournament in Minnesota. Years, I know. And uh, I miss Mick Golden. Just a nice Michelob Golden draft at Maynard's, hanging out. Oops, my phone's ringing. Blowing up. Uh, but anyways, uh, we'll get to the questions uh, that you guys had asked here real quick, and then uh, we'll get you on your way. But hopefully, again, hopefully you guys are staying safe and, and sweaty and doing whatever. And if you have questions for us on anything, health, fitness, nutrition, uh, you know, wise, please ask. Obviously, we're navigating this the same way you are. I've never seen no shit like this. And uh, hopefully, knock on wood, we, we get through it uh, way better and way nicer humans between all of us and uh we learned some important lessons that's my that's my hope so i hope so too uh a first one uh thoughts on preventative joint supplements like krill oil uh honestly i, I love uh, i love krill oil we take it at the house fish oils we're huge fans of omegas not just the the supplement version but uh i love chia seeds and then you do the mix yeah the chia flax seed and it's a joint support yeah, like when you look at, for them, like they're going, like they ask it from like, you know, like a krill oil or like the omega perspective. But honestly, like we think of omegas as like just fish. But when you look at chia seeds, I think like pound for pound, it's like, I don't, I'm trying to think like, what is it? Is it two tablespoons of chia seeds is like eating a pound of salmon? It's something crazy like that. I know I don't have it in front of me, so I apologize you guys. But yes, uh, Heather does the chia flax mix. What do you put that in? Everything? Usually a smoothie or oatmeal. I'll, I'll do the chia. I like the seed. I'm a texture person, so I like the seeds better, but you do the mix. I like the mix just because it blends so much better. Um, it does because in the shakes, the chia seeds don't do so And magnesium, well. too, can help with like normal muscle function and help your um, joint support as well. For sure. And then obviously, if you guys are eating fish, I think it's obviously always ideal. But yeah, uh, the curl oil is dope. We use the one from uh, my homies at J-Lab. You guys shoot me a message. I can send you our supplement guide or just the krill oil itself. But I do take that every single night. And then I try to eat fish. Heather does better than me, but I do like fish all the same. Scallops, salmon, shrimp. Mm-hmm. Those are probably the big three. We do more often than not. Next one. How do you adjust your calorie intake based on how many calories you burn? Uh, I don't really do that. I just kind of eat the same most days. Obviously, if I'm not as active, I'm not as hungry. And that's kind of how I gauge it. And you're pretty much the same. Yeah, pretty much the same other than like hormone fluctuations as a female during those weeks. Uh, the usually are hungrier, more hungry uh, because your metabolism is increasing. So usually around PMS time, you tend to intake more calories. So I hear. Yeah, yeah. so always a good time. Yes, you, sh- <laughs> you let me know every time what's going on. Yeah. It's, am- it's amazing. Yep. <laughs> I'm always updated on your cycle. Love it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, next question. We're talking uh, 
most important strength moves for runners. Honestly, I just think this is in general. I don't run. You run a couple times a week? I wouldn't. I mean, lately I haven't been running as much, but this week I started again. And I used to run a lot more, but (laughs) I'm 34 and the joints are hurting a lot more. So I tend to do like three or four miles if I do like a longer run. And then um, I did sprint on Sunday at the park and I... So I'll do sprinting more often or a short run, like three or four miles. Um, And I try to just do that once or twice a week on average. And so like if you're talking strength moves, it's the same for everybody. Squat, you deadlift, you split squat, you do some hip hinge, kettlebell swing variation, vertical press, overhead press, horizontal press, all the pulling movements, pull-ups. Uh, all those things. For me, it's the posterior chain, obviously. like the, It's show muscles versus goal muscles, we say. So like the show muscles are your abs, your chest, your biceps. The goal muscles are your hamstrings, your glutes, your back, your lats. Like Those are the bigger muscle chains. That's what makes you actually powerful and be able to move your body through space. So I would spend my time on those for sure. And I haven't sprinted in a while, so maybe... I'm so sore. I'll do that. Honestly, you know what I'll probably do? I'll probably just Saturday, I'll just go play basketball. I'll have my, I was, own, well, my own little fake nap turning by myself for, you know, be sad for 20 minutes and go home. Uh, I think you, yeah, you should play with Dave or something. But I was bummed the track that we go to is not open, so. It's still closed. But I went on the soccer fields next to it and ran. So there's always that option. It's a bummer, too. It's a great track, too. It's a great track. And stairs. I miss doing the stadium stairs. I know. Any any of that kind of incline where you can just get that, you know, lower intensity cardio. But, man, your heart rate is just through the roof. It's like hiking. It's like mimicking hiking over repeatedly, which is awesome. Next question. Um, How to stay disciplined in the steps to making it a lifestyle? You know, uh... I've done like a million podcasts on that, something similar, but uh, you just have to care about it, you know, and the one thing I'll say without getting, you know, too detailed, you have to do it for internal health first. A lot of people approach it from the vanity reasons, and that's probably why a lot of people buy the the stuff that that we do coaching-wise. It's why a lot of people walk in this door. They're just tired of the way they look. And I understand that because your body's your business card. People judge you based on your appearance, which I don't think is correct, but that's the world we live in. It's one of the biggest, you know, discriminating for things sure. for anybody. It's like if you're a beautiful person, life is just easier. That's just the reality of it. Like they have their own struggles, but it's you know, their struggle is way better than being the person who's like a troll. You know, it's just like that's not my it's opinion. It's so messed up. It's just how fucked up the world is. But so if you're not happy with your exterior, I understand that. But if you really want to be diligent with food you have to approach it from the internal to the external meaning you have to do it from being healthy first and then worry about you know just macros and those things it's eating real food that heals your body and when you eat stuff you audit yourself and know when i eat this i feel like shit when i eat this i feel good that's a real thing and when you start to care about being healthy being able to fight off a virus or a disease and not giving yourself you know health issues that you could avoid like that's when I I find people can have the real discipline because you're doing it not just because you want to look sexy you know in a swimsuit which is it only lasts so long like I've been married for 10 years basically like Heather's not going to leave me if I I become a fat ass like (laughs) maybe not I don't know could you imagine though yeah I can't imagine actually like if I just had a giant gut and like it was just like super hairy and like 
my hair finally I think it'd up. actually be really funny. <laughs> you would like it? I wouldn't like it, You'd but... want to, like, crawl up on me and be like, oh, look at this. And then you'd, like, look at an old picture of me and be like, that's what I used to... Yeah. It would be tough. Like, I'll love you either way. But, I mean, and I'm not talking just the Andy parts. I'm talking, like, from a health standpoint. Like, you're just not health... Like, no offense. Like, you don't have to be ripped. You shouldn't be. Like, for most of you, it's, yeah, not, it's you... not worth it. I go, but when you're 50 pounds overweight, that's a health issue. It's not a vanity issue. You're not a healthy person when you have 50 pounds of shit weight to lose. Absolutely. And so that you have to think of it. Yeah, you want to get rid of the gut so you feel confident, and that does play into your mental health and emotional health. But you want to do it because you don't want to have type two diabetes or heart disease or, or depression because yes. you are overweight and you have you know maybe you're pre diabetic or you have you know underlying conditions that start to take over because you've been feeding yourself crap and not moving and that's what's really sad about you know Americans today and and it has to it has to mean something to you like am I gonna can if I change my habits will I be a happier better person for myself first and then I can be a better person for those that I that I love and I think that all starts with you caring about internally being healthy and the byproduct is if you mix that with you know proper you know caloric and macro ranges with exercise and sleep you and it's hard it's (laughs) It's always going to be hard it's never going to be easy every day it's hard for me every day it's hard for me but it gets easier once as consistent once you set a routine and you start those habits and you just continue to do them you start to crave it and you start to understand like this is how I'm feeling internally and then externally the benefits start to take place but it's not uh, and again I I understand this season of life is not easy it's hard it's so hard right now to be healthy oh my gosh I it's like a battle every day it's like either sometimes I'm sick to my stomach for what's going on and then other times I'm like I just want to eat everything that's, you know, bad for me or have, you know, more wine or beer. (laughs) It's like, it's just, it's an emotional roller coaster right now. So you just have to also give yourself grace during this time period and, and just take it one day at a time. And if you mess up, just know that tomorrow is a new day, start all over again and just trying to build upon the good days and trying to have majority good days versus bad days right now <laughs> well, yeah, it's, just, it's stacking up wins i think mm-hmm. like the more success breeds success it compounds both ways and they, this other person asked the question you know how do you get back on track and why you shouldn't let one failure stockpile into many and i'm like i use a lot of analogies when we do this but if you had one flat tire on the side of the road you wouldn't slash the other three tires the other three tires aren't shit. So if you have one bad meal and you eat four meals in the day, it doesn't mean the other three meals have to be garbage. You can still make three better choices. And the one I've done on a mandatory minute series, is like if you dropped your cell phone on the ground, these $2,000 phones now, and it had a crack in the screen, you wouldn't sit there and mm-hmm. stomp the phone a hundred times. The phone isn't dead. Yeah. But that's what we do with our eating. We, we have a cinnamon roll at 10 a.m. and we say, well, fuck it. I'll eat better tomorrow or I'll eat better Monday. And I'm like, that's a terrible way to look at it. And a lot of you 
who are listening to me who struggle with the food stuff, there's a lot of things that go into it. It's not easy. There's emotional triggers. There's emotional connections you have to things and stressors. But what I'll say is we think we have to be perfect from like day one. So like, oh, I've been eating like crap. Tomorrow's a new day of perfect. And some people can start, stop that cold turkey stuff. But it's not this massive shift in a second. It's the it's the 1% changes you make over the course of a year that you end up being like, you know, 37 times better at the end of the year because you're incrementally making improvements. And we don't look at it that way. It's, if, if you want to say, for, for me doing fitness, acquiring the knowledge in my brain and, and helping people and, and building this and connecting with all of you guys, I didn't just go from like being a dipshit to being this person in a day. It's these 1% changes I made to my drinking habits, my eating habits, my reading habits, my studying habits to, to change my mind and change how I think and feel. And that's what you guys have to do too. It's just understanding that I fucked up on Monday, but it doesn't mean you have to tank every other day. It's constantly like reevaluating for me. It's like, okay, you know, it's constantly having a plan and not beating myself up if if I, you know, went overboard on the weekend it's okay tomorrow's a new day I'm gonna start you know cleaning it up and then I'm going to build upon that and it's just it's it's you have to just reevaluate and prioritize what's important to you I don't know how else to really put it it's like it's there is no perfect we we get it's married. never gonna be perfect. No, yeah. And you used to be the worst at that. Mm-hmm. Whereas, like, oh, I have to do. I'm like, there is no such thing. Especially, I think now we can, at least not now. It's the way I feel. I'm like, nothing's perfect. Everything's shifting and, and moving, and you have to just kind of roll with the punches of life. But I've never had a perfect eating day. I don't think. Maybe like, you know, in terms of if I was going to get on stage and you know, little underwear, and you had to eat this shitty way for like a couple days then maybe yes but in a normal day like what is perfect what does that even mean what is a perfect workout what's a perfect day what's a perfect meal we get so wrapped up in that and if we if we join a program or we start a new protocol and say well my plan was to do seven workouts you know this week but i only got you know five workouts in well shit that's better than no work i think it's just like stop overthinking it and just build upon the simple basics of eating quality food that will fuel you yourself give you energy make you internally feel good and move your body and just don't overcomplicate it no and just consistently put in effort each day and try to make the right choices mm-hmm. more often than not that's all anybody can do and don't beat yourself up if you have a beer or you do something. Now, if you have 14 beers 10 days in a row, obviously, yeah, you have a problem. But for most of you guys, it's just little incremental changes. Mm-hmm. And being like, wow, I ate mostly real food today and I exercised. That's it. And you just stack them up over and over and over again. Otherwise, I guess what's your choice? That's kind of how I look at it. Well, okay, I keep doing this over and over and over. You'll keep getting the same results you've always got. And if you keep giving in and you keep doing this start, stop, start, stop, you know, you never You'll really, just drive yourself crazy. And you won't get any traction. And then you start to talk to yourself in a negative way. And that's the big thing. It's like, oh, I'm a failure. I've always been overweight. I've tried every diet and none of it worked. I'm like, sometimes it's just the language you use. Yeah. Pretty simple. Um, This person. I mean, that's not simple. Like negative self-talk is really hard to overcome 
Yeah, but I mean, like, when you... Like, I'm a loser, I'm a fat ass, you know, like, when you tell that to yourself internally, which I think a lot of women... You start to believe. ...struggle with, you know, when they look in the mirror. I know I have, too, and it's something that I continue to work on for myself. Um, You you know, it's hard, like, you beat yourself up about things more, more so, I think, than a man, (laughs) which is sad. Well, it's it's simple to understand, like, that's the problem. Mm -hmm. It's... Difficult to implement. To kick right away. Yeah. And we were all guilty of it. Like, Mm -hmm. I'm too stupid. I just try to set a routine in the morning where it's a positive mindfulness moment, whether it's like meditation or just like a prayer or just talking to myself (laughs) for a little bit in the morning, pepping, giving myself a pep talk has helped me and or listening to a really good podcast that's uplifting or a book. Um, going on a walk and just in having that positive um, self-talk is something that has helped me with those negative habits. Well, it changes your state too. Mm -hmm. Like you get yourself hyped up, like physiology is real, obviously. So it's like we always talk here, like when when you and I argue, we're not laying down in bed arguing. Like we'll get up, like we Mm -hmm. have our kind of arguing positions, like you stand a certain way, I stand a certain way, like you're mannerisms your hand movements it's different and sometimes by just getting up and exercising and moving your body around and like and putting yourself again in an environment or listening to things that are positive it can help and you just have to i've said that the other day like if you've ever understood the importance of how powerful your brain is Mm -hmm. this would be the season of life yeah well even last night like i was so angry and just frustrated with everything and I just like got up. You were like making your dinner, and I I should have said bye, but I just like just walked bounce. out the door, put Peace on my out, air. Bro. Yeah, I put on my AirPods, and I just went on a walk, a sunset walk on the canal. And I came back, and I felt so much better. <laughs> I'm like, sorry, I just had to take a moment for myself to like get my head head space in the in the right, you know, the right mindset. So. You just got to take action when you're starting to feel like that and do something about it because sitting there dwelling on things is just not going to, it's, it's always going to result typically in a, a negative, you know, action and attitude for yourself. So what well, just puts you in a bad headspace? I like, I say mm-hmm. all the time, like your brain is so powerful. Like you can convince yourself of damn near anything. Uh, and usually we do it in a negative context and not a positive one. Uh, some of you out there might do it in a positive way, but I find most people, like it's like when you go to the doctor and they tell you something and you self-diagnose on Google, you convince yourself you have this sickness or illness and now you feel a certain way. And that's your brain doing it. Like I've seen you do it. I've done it before. And like sometimes no, nothing, for sure. nothing changes in the world. Like when you watch the news, right, and they flash numbers or they show certain things, and all of a sudden it it creates this fear, it creates this anxiety, this rush comes over you, and now you feel a certain way. And I'm like, what changed though? Mm-hmm. Like what changed in your world in that instance? Nothing changed, but because you saw something in your brain process that it, it created this thought pattern of shit that made you feel like, and I use this season of life as an example because it's more prevalent than ever. People wake up every day and they check the news and they say like, oh, this spiked or this is the hot spot or this is whatever. And then people are freaked the fuck out right. and they feel like complete shit. And I'm like, whether that's, whether those numbers, whether it's true or, or not, it doesn't change your day immediately. 
but yet now you feel like shit because you read that. It's the same thing when you look in the mirror and you're like, oh, I'm, I'm too fat, I'm too this. Now you feel bad about yourself. Nothing changed in your body. And you might have felt fine before, but because you looked at yourself and you started saying these things, it creates that thought process. And now you're in a bad mental space. For and sure. I, I see people do it all the time. And I guess the takeaway is like, you just have to stop doing that. You have to be self-aware, understand your triggers, and then start to take away those habits that are just continuing to, to lead you in this like vicious cycle over and over. And I even like wrote myself notes that I like will reread to myself. Like when you're yeah, journaling, I've been doing that or just kind of mapping out, okay, here are my goals for the week. I haven't been super consistent with that, but (laughs) it's something that can really help. It's like, um, on the office, Michael Scott like makes himself a video to like tell himself to, like, <laughs> to not freak out or like to, yeah. to celebrate. Like Michael, this is what's gonna happen. It's like you're talking to your. So when you, the point is when you write those notes, uh, do them when you're in a, a positive state of mind. So when you're in a weirder headspace, you can read them and be like, well, I wrote this to myself as a reminder not to go crazy again. And uh, it, it is simplistic as that sounds. I, I do find it helps most of you guys. Uh, over time and change your scenery like us going up to Prescott on a f- last Friday and going we hit up like three lakes we went paddle boarding we went hiking and it was like changing your environment can help so much even if it's just like a park or somewhere near your house but we've had to do that a lot lately <laughs> well, I mean it's like what else is fresh air like, fuck, get out of the city I don't know what else, like, mm-hmm. you just, and even if you're there, and, like, that's the, the thing, like, I was there, you know, the first hour I was there, I was not even there. Like, I'm there, but my brain is And then I kind of got on you, because I was, like, I was trying to be, like, so positive, and, like, this is great, so beautiful up here, and then it was, like, hours into it, I'm, like, are you enjoying it? Then, I like, can't tell. But then, like, you tripped out in the car. Well, then I was frustrated, <laughs> and then I got emotional, and then I'm, like. Well. And then we were cool. But then it, then we had a great rest of the day yeah. it's just like a kid like a kid has had to have like a meltdown you just gotta help each other out but like shit man and talk about your emotions is so important with your spouse or with a family member you have to talk about it how you're feeling yeah you can't, let it out don't have it just build up inside you you can't again like i'm old school and so i come from that you know silent you know strong male 1960s vibe but you can't swallow all this. Like, nobody can chew on all this alone. Like, the other day, I was like, do you need to cry? Just cry. I'm Just like, let it out. You know, <laughs> I haven't, but like... You but f- then yesterday, it was like, you just started laughing. Like, I think so, you're just at this point where yeah, it's like, like comical because it's like, you just don't know how to handle it anymore. No. So we just become in this really unique mental state where it's like like I've always been crazy but like now I'm just like I don't know that's why I said like I wasn't even sad yesterday because I'm like I don't want to use the term because I care about everybody and everything but I'm like I have no fucks left to give it's like you're just out it's out of your control there's only so much you can control and like and I'll share but your health is something you can control for the most part like I'm talking nutrition exercise yes, sleep like don't feed your brain negative shit like that does help mm-hmm. and I, I share it because like monica who you guys obviously heard on the podcast who you know sits next to me basically every day and has for the last seven eight years like i'm just like i don't even know like we're just you know how what do we send an email what do we how do we message people and i'm like 
I don't even know how to navigate it. And she quotes Ruth from Ozarks. If you guys know Ruth from Ozarks, she's like, I feel like Ruth, she, Monica, she texts me this. She goes, I feel like Ruth's from Ozarks right now. She's like, I don't know shit about fuck. And it's like, as dumb as that sentence is, I'm like, that's exactly how I feel right now. Like, I don't know what is up from down. And like, I have to just choose to, I guess, like laugh about it as like, even though like, it's a serious issue and we understand how serious it is that's obviously why we're closed and we're trying to just follow the rules every step of this process but it's just like you get to a point where you're so we're so drained it's so emotionally drained and exhausted that you just kind of start getting i think like you know when you're really tired and delirious and then you just start laughing because you're just like you feel Almost like you're drunk. Yeah. Like you're just kind of out of it, you it's know? Like you're the, <laughs> you you're have the, nothing left. You're the sad clown. <laughs> yeah. You're laughing because you're crying, basically. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, it sucks, bro. And I know a lot of you guys feel it too. And so that's why I say, like, we'll, I'll do whatever we need to do to keep people healthy uh, and fit. And I'll try to keep doing as many podcasts as possible for you and creating the online programs and just giving out, you know, all the free shit we do. Uh, if that can help, even though like for, for me, sometimes it's like, it's not like you're, it's like a, it's like a Vegas show, like you're acting, but it's kind of like, I'm going to try to come on here and be as positive as I can, even though I feel, you know, just as shitty some days as probably many of you guys listening. Cause it's like, I don't have the answers and there's most of the time, like in life for me, it's just like, okay, well, if I just put my head down and work really hard and I'm patient, like it will all just work out and. It seems like even doing that now, it's like, well, shit, it just keeps retracting, even though I'm just putting my head down and working really hard and trying to help everybody. It just still seems like you get kicked in the nuts. And so it's like, well, shit, dude, all I can do is just kind of like, you know, have empathy for everybody and and try to laugh it off is like, eh, it's just a weird shit storm I'm stuck in. So Well, I give you credit. You've been mentally tough and strong stronger than me mentally for sure just carrying it I've been there for you and I know I can step it out <laughs> but it's you have a gift for sure you can still be inspiring and helpful um, during the most difficult times which is a great quality to have I just would like to if I could have a magic wand to like fix a lot of mm-hmm. the shit that's going on right now uh I for surely would use it if I had like the three wishes that I would I would use them all to make everybody just kind of be you know better than normal before the a new normal where we're just like all nicer and kinder and just and past the shit but uh here's where we're at maybe 2021 man this is <laughs> like ugh. hopefully we can figure something out here sooner than later what other questions do you have um, a lot. I got like nine minutes here. Uh, last one was just they ask uh, self control, um, learning how to have like emotional intelligence. I don't know if you can teach emotional intelligence. Can you? I don't know. I think IQ you can learn stuff. Like I think there's obviously people who are genetically smarter than others. Like a lot of it, I think, is just personality type, how you're born, um, if you're an empathetic person or not. You can work at it, but... I think it's like sometimes... It just comes natural, I think, for the most part. You're born with it, and maybe like your upbringing, and you see... Th- just certain things affect certain people. It's like 
some people can go through traumatic stuff and it's like it's like it never happened and some people like the the PTSD of it lives forever and I don't But have, you can still I think you can still adopt habits um like in a relationship for example if you can be a better partner and be more sympathetic or empathetic and listen to your partner's feelings more especially during this time and being present more things like that is that what do you think they're referring to or yeah i mean if you ask me like i don't know what can and can't be learned i'm not that smart but i think if you have conversations with people and you listen and then you're more open-minded you can have an understanding of what other people feel and are dealing with and and go through and i think that just it's communicating is i think just having more life experience helps you teach you that too for sure i've said it a bunch of times like the benefit of you know doing this obviously is because we create relationships with the people who come here they become like our friends they become like our family in essence and we do truly feel that way but i get to meet you know hundreds of different people from different upbringings different races different backgrounds different uh, cultures you name it and they get to hear their stories of like their careers and their lives and their kids and how they grew up and what their goals are and you learn a lot about people and you get to hear and I think see. it's the greatest gift you can give yourself is, is surround yourself with all different types of people and learn from them and have a diverse group of of friends and connections and associates and I think that what what gives us an understanding of each other and empathy and and even if you can't relate and you maybe don't agree with certain things you can still have like that perspective you can see it and you might not be able to feel it 100% but like okay they're telling me this is the problem like they're saying this is the issue okay I can feel it because or I agree to disagree but I heard you you know I listened to you because a lot of people would say like, oh, I just don't get why people can't, you know, just, you know, people who are just naturally, you know, probably athletic and fit. Well, I just don't get how people can't eat right. I'm like, well, dude, it's And so, that's really frustrating. It's so hard, dude. It is so hard to do. I don't think it's easy. And I look like this and I do this every day and I still think it's tough. And so I can imagine, you know, for 47-year-old, you know, Rick, who's got three kids, who's on a furlough from his job and he's just trying to, you know hold his shit together like the last thing he's worried about is tracking macros right now mm-hmm. which he's just trying to provide for his family and, and make it through the day mm-hmm. and so again there's a lot of things where we just sometimes get confused and, and maybe you know part of this is we start to put yourself in other people's shoes i think that's like the biggest lesson i try to i've tried to just understand during this whole thing not just during this whole thing but but everything as i've gotten older and more mature in my life (laughs) it just it just makes you a a a more well-rounded person and it makes you you know you're a true listener and then you're the person somebody you know asks for advice or comes to because you have an understanding and you uh, feel people feel that they're heard yeah and you respect them and and their beliefs and because a lot of times people ask me stuff and I'm like, I don't know, man. I'm like, I try to, like, I just listen and I give whatever, mm-hmm. you know, crazy advice I can from lessons I've learned along the way. So that's it for the most part. I think we covered a lot. <laughs> a lot of rambling. Yeah. I think we needed to vent a little bit today. So I hope you all that are listening just, uh, um, you know, we're just hanging in there. 
Yeah, just like <laughs> you guys, man. Like we're all, and that's the one thing I'll say. We're all humans. We're all we're very, all in this together. Yeah, I mean, different boats. Some are feeling it yeah. more than others. It's like we're all in the ocean. <laughs> some of us are in like a shitty life raft, and some of us are in a yacht. Like that's how I would kind of right. describe it. Some people, it's kind of like, eh. It, the waves don't really affect them. And for some people, man, the waves are just like, every time they come, it's crushing you. And you can be like in the middle. You can be, there's so, people all over the spectrum yeah. right now. And so. I feel for the people who have it the worst. I really do. And, uh, you know, we're all humans at the end of the day. As different as we are, we all have the same, you know, basically six human needs and the same, you know, fears and, and stresses and dreams. And it, uh, we're all navigating this the, the best way we can, hopefully, and just take it one day at a time. That's uh, good times. That's all. We Positive can do. vibes. Yeah. <laughs> um, but if you guys need something or you got a question uh, on anything, shoot it over. Happy to chime in again. Our uh, five-week online program is kicking off here, July the sixth. You have until the fourth to register. So if you guys are interested, shoot me a message as fast as possible. Again, you can do it from home, just a set of dumbbells. Um, and you can melt your face off. And again, I'm going to add a bunch of extras in there as well, but we'll email you stuff obviously every single day to do. And then obviously inside the private Facebook group, I'll share a ton of stuff like, you know, what we're eating and, and different fun things like that. But it's just something to, you know, maybe connect it even a little bit closer and get you guys on a healthy regiment. And uh, the workouts will not be easy, hence the name Face Melter. So they'll be... Uh, They'll be challenging, I promise you that. And again, just a shout out to our sponsor over at Athletic Greens for hooking us up with everything. And again, if you guys want to try them, I can shoot you a link for 20 free travel packs. And if you're really on the fence, we will actually mail you a pack if you live in the U.S. right to your front door. You can try it. And again, it's the one thing I never miss. If you're talking immune system, your gut health, liver function, hormone function, kind of keep your blood sugar levels under control. Uh, and again, if you're not going to eat, you know, 10 servings of greens a day, it's really the only other option to make sure you're getting all your micronutrients in. You're talking about sure. vitamins and minerals you really need. We take it every day. Every day. I like crave it, honestly, because I do feel the benefits. And, and if uh, I miss a day, I'm like, oh my gosh, I need to like double up today. Basically what I've been doing is just coming home and I'll open up like a little six ounce pack of blueberries and I'll eat blueberries and drink my athletic greens and then I'll make my first meal. It's kind of in my routine. And, uh... I feel good. I mean, other than, you know. I've just been putting it in the smoothies more often now. Now that it's hot, like an ice-cold smoothie with it tastes so good. One of the things, it's like it, it just blends in. It's like mm-hmm. you don't even taste it. It's just, it's there. And uh covers the bases, man. And, uh you know, I, I think it makes a difference overall. I really do. I just, I, other than the mental exhaustion and stress of this bullshit, my body feels good. So, there's, there's that. that. Yeah. So <laughs> Jinx. Silver lining. <laughs> What is it? Oh, yeah. And then it's like, buy me a Coke, right? Or something like that? Is that what Jinx is? How do you get off of Jinx? Buy me a Coke. Yeah, that's what you do, right? You say Jinx, and then like, you can't say anything. And then the one person... I never heard that. Yeah. What did you say, though? You just say Jinx, and then what? Nothing? I don't remember. I just always would just say Jinx. You're getting too old for this kitty memes. Uh. Anyways, thank you, guys. We appreciate you. Thank you uh, if for you the support. Any, if you happen to be on iTunes right now, stop. Don't be a lazy ass. Go to the podcast app. Scroll your finger all the way down. Drop a five-star. Leave a comment. I truly would appreciate it. If you're on your MacBook or your iPad, please do the same thing. Drop me a five-star. Leave a couple comments. Uh, thank you, guys. Uh, stay safe. Stay sweaty. And, again, if you got questions, hit us up. 
And uh, we'll all get through this uh, shitstorm together. I promise you that. So until next time, eat well, train hard, be nice to people, and please keep doing shit you love with people you enjoy because your life is too short not to. I'll talk to you guys soon. Peace.